This episode brought to you by Audible. Audible. slash horror version for 30 days free in a book to get you started for your book recommendation, Mikey. I'm going to give you that timeless love story oh, between yeah. Edward and Bella yeah. and the wolf. <laughs> well, actually, Mikey, <laughs> New Moon is the book that we should be recommending because that's when the werewolves come in. Is it? <laughs> is that a sexual way or like a normal? I mean, they're irresistibly dreamy. <laughs> it's a whole love triangle thing. Did you read all the books? I did read all the books in a week. Oh, oh wow. Man. I, I think I may have taken a day off work to read them. Wow. What? So, guys, check out New Moon. Yeah, I was like, yeah. on was like, Audible. Or Twilight. <laughs> or Eclipse, or uh, Breaking Dawn, or read Harry Potter. This episode also brought to you by Nick, Nick B. B. Nick B. Hey, Nick B. Fun fact about Nick B. Yeah? He's scared to ride the tube over in England. Oh, yeah? yeah. Why is that? He's afraid of enclosed spaces. Oh, yeah? And I get wolves that. inside them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be Is cute. it just a regular wolf? Or is it a werewolf? Oh, I mean, both are pretty scary. I would be scared of both. That's yeah. fair, yeah. I'd be more scared of a wolf because it's real. <laughs> 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 this episode also brought to you by John. John. Hey, John. John. Unfun fact about John. <laughs> Somebody wrote in, said that John... Somebody. Was it Noah? It was Noah, definitely. <laughs> Anonymously. He's had hair lice twice. <gasps> what? Man, hair, you can't always help that. That's true. You just have shitty friends, really, yeah. is all that means. John has city friends. Well, that, city friends? City friends. <laughs> He's got city friends, and they're hanging out with people. You can't control that. You're on a tour uh, with a mate, and you get some junk in your hair, and then you're walking around sharing it with your friends. What accent's going on here? You I said the word mate. Australian? I don't know. I can't do accents. I think you got self-conscious. <laughs> John, wash your hair, you animal. No, not Noah. Someone told us, not Noah. Definitely wasn't Noah. Yeah, definitely yeah. wasn't Noah. It was Noah. definitely not an ex who caught lice from him. <laughs> that wasn't lice. This episode also brought to you by Rebecca. Rebecca. You ready, Rebecca? Are we? Well, ready? first all, first I will say she has an Etsy store. Yes, she does. Yes, she makes straight on till Disney. Yeah. yeah, check it out, guys. She makes Disney ears. Disney ears. Why do you so say you don't it get like those that? No, Disney no. ears? Oh. You made it up. Catchphrase. Oh, my God. Catchphrase. Mikey can't even remember the shit he made up last week. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, uh, try dating me. No. No, thank you. Uh, Mikey, hit me with your pickup line. All right, Rebecca. Did you swallow magnets? Oh, geez. Oh, my God. I don't know about that. Because you're attractive. <laughs> <laughs> that surprisingly did not go where I thought it would and making it appropriate. And I appreciate that. I, I'll allow it, I guess. This episode also brought to you by Matthew. Matthew. Hey, Matthew. Matthew. Matthew rescued a puppy. He found oh. it in a gutter. It had no arms oh, and legs. No. Oh, no. No, it's okay. It was like a puppy worm from House 2. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it was the puppy worm from House 2. Then Matthew got on his computer <gasps> and uh, invented uh, prosthetic legs for puppies. Oh, what? Yeah. Matthew, that is you're adorable. a hero. Mm-hmm. Matthew, Aww. from every wheelchaired puppy out there, we say. We salute you. Thank you. Roll out. <laughs> Roll out. Oh my God. <laughs> Auto dog transform. <laughs> <laughs> That's Terminator. Too. I love it. I know. It's awesome. This episode also brought to you by Carl. Carl. 
How you doing, Carl? How are you doing, Carl? I have a legit fun fact Uh-oh. about Carl. Oh, you mean all of our fun facts aren't legit? Some of them may be embellished. Hmm. No. Are you saying Noah is not trustworthy? <laughs> Carl was driving with his dad through, I think, California, and they got pulled over Uh-oh. because they got tagged speeding by an airplane. What? They have like planes, oh. like drones that fly over the interstates now, and the tag you speeding and then they just send a cop come to come get you. It's terrifying. Yeah. Sorry about your luck, Carl's Aww. dad. Not luck. You shouldn't have been breaking the law. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. Hey, next time you see a plane, just speed off in another direction. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> sorry for your luck, Carl. That sucks. We're sorry. Yes, we are very sorry. And if you guys want your very own weekly Patreon shout out, go to patreon.com slash horror virgin. Yeah. And check out the perks we got. Yeah, yeah, I'll do whatever for you. But for now, mm. whoa. Yeah. But for now, we're going to bring in that theme music. I think we should. I don't think I could have a threesome now. <laughs> I just grown too much. I mean, are you turning those opportunities no, down? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. The pause between yeah, it was too fucking funny. I'm sorry. Welcome to the horror virgin, everybody. Oh my god. I'm Jim. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd. Which means I don't like horror movies, and you guys make me watch them, and then we discuss. Yeah. This week we watched an American Werewolf in London. We did. Yes. The 1981 werewolf classic. So have you guys seen this movie before? I thought I did as a kid, but I didn't really remember any of it. Well, that yeah. makes sense. You were yeah. It was like I, a brand new movie. I thought you told me that this was one of your favorite movies. No, no, no. This I seems like a movie that would be one of your favorite movies. Yeah, because there's a lot of swing and dong in it. <laughs> Werewolf movies just are never anything I really seek out. So I don't know. This was not ever really on my radar. I knew of it, but I was never seeking it out. And I actually list, or watched it so I could listen to a podcast that was going to talk about it a couple of years ago. So that was the first time I'd seen it, and I liked it. This is the first time I watched this movie, and mm. I didn't hate it. There were a lot of jump scares that got me, though. Yeah. It was scarier than I remembered it being the first time I watched it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I had, there wasn't a first time for me. This was the first time for me. Yeah. You so, actually told me yeah. you watched it as a kid and I believed you because this seems like an arachnophobia kind of movie, you know? This is way scarier than arachnophobia, although arachnophobia what? is like eeky. <laughs> like, I think arachnophobia broke Mikey. Yeah. Arachnophobia is more like creepy. This is more jump scary. Yeah, yeah. I did not I think, so. think this was very scary. All right. We'll save it for the scary scale. Guys. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, okay. I like the film. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I thought it was inter- entertaining mm-hmm. and pretty funny. Yeah. And interesting, but it wasn't scary. Ooh, disagree. I thought, yeah, I thought there were parts that were scary. The jump scares really got me. Man. I just mm-hmm. like the love story. Uh, you would like this specifically, mm-hmm. this love story. Yeah, because you talked about that girl like I talk about Josh Hartnett in every episode we do with it. Yeah, movie. she's a good nurse. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think I didn't like the ending, so it kind of rubs the rest of the film the wrong way for me. Yeah, just like he did that nurse. Ooh, yeah, she ooh. didn't like the ending. Either. It was just an abrupt ending. It was that's for her, That's what too. she said, yeah. This movie is a metaphor for relationships just, with that's me. That's what she said? <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> I was really impressed with the special effects. Yeah. They were awesome. When you said this was from 1981, I was like, this is going to be a shitty looking werewolf movie. Yeah. And it looked 
great. Well, I've got some fun facts about that because that's actually what this movie is known for. Yeah. I thought the whole wolf creature was going to look really lame. Me too. But it was super cool. Dude, that scene when it's walking up on the guy yeah. in the escalator or at the very end when it's running around. Oh, you mean when it causes a car accident that kills 100 people? <laughs> it, it causes like 50 car accidents. <laughs> yeah, it's like the end of Blues Brothers and Piccadilly Circus. Except that people die all the time. <laughs> well, John Landis directed Blues Brothers too. Oh my God. He just it loves goes all the way to the crashes. top. It goes all the way to the top. All right, well, let's just get into this fucking yeah. movie and talk All right, about let's it. Let's do it. Okay, so we start with Blue Moon, which I like, playing over scenery of the it Moors. Is the most boring credits ever. <laughs> it one. is two minutes of Blue Moon while you read people's names. Were you, just, <laughs> were you sad because no words exploded? Yes. <laughs> Did you have any words that exploded or any noun names? That would have been better. Todd Jim. and I were watching it and then talking to each other. We're like, this is really boring. Yeah. And then Jim's like, I like the song. And that's yeah. what I said. And because I agree. I do like this. I was like, it could have been a black screen playing the song with the same effect. No, because yeah. I like the, the images of the Moors, too. I wish I were there. What happens after the extremely boring credits, Jen? We see a sheep truck. Ooh, yes. <laughs> and we see two Americans. Americans, David and Jack. Yeah. Yeah, David of the red jacket and Jack of the olive green jacket. Yes. Fun fact, they kept both of those puffer jackets after the movie was over. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fun fact. Thank you, Jen. Guys, there's a commentary about this and I read like three summaries of the commentary so I know so many minute things that nobody cares about. Anyways. So they get out of the truck. They're talking to the truck driver who's pretty yeah. much just like a farmer guy yeah. more or less. And then they, he's like don't go to the moors. And they're like alright. And he's like stick to the road. Yeah. Governor. Yeah. And yeah. he's like you know pip pip cheerio. I gotta fuck these sheep. And so they leave. <laughs> we need a pip pip cheerio counter for how many times we say <laughs> pip pip cheerio. I, yeah guys at home if I say pip pip cheerio drink. So uh, sheep man is is telling them stay to the road. Yeah. He doesn't do any of that sound. Though. He just says stay to the road, don't fuck off into the moors, pip pip cheerio, I'm leaving. <laughs> say don't fuck off into the moors. Yeah, don't go into the moors. <laughs> All right, anyway. I mean, yeah. listen, I was just in England and they say oh, shit yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. Not to fuck off into the moors. Yeah. Oh, geez. So right. they walk on down the road. And they're on the road. Yeah. yeah they stay on the road. Mm -hmm. At first, they have a, you know, uh, the guy in the green jacket's like, this vacation sucks. Yeah. It he wants to go suck. to Italy. Yeah. yeah. I would want to go to Italy too. I would want to go to like London or yeah. someplace that's not just open expanses of nothing. Like in the Mississippi of England. Mm, I would want to go to the moors. Why? Because it's spooky. Oh, I, you stick to the roads and you're fine. The, the, in the moors is where you find the black shuck, and you don't want that What's shit. What's a black shuck? Black shuck! It's a ghost dog, more or less, Ooh. that haunts... Force Whitaker? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it does have a lazy eye. Mm. <laughs> it's got an eye full of sunscreen. All dozen people have seen that movie. Are laughing oh, yeah. so hard. Yeah, it's so good. So they're walking through the moors, right? And then yep. they come upon a town. Well, he's talking about this girl that he wants to meet there and saying oh he has to make love to her. She has no choice. We've been friends since the eighth. Oh, he does say that. Yeah, I quoted it in my notes because I was taken aback. I mean, she does decide not to have sex with him every time he tries. That's true. So yeah. she has agency. And I really don't think he's being creepy. I think this is one of the instances of an 80s movie not aging so well. Yeah. But it is interesting. And I do. I like his character in the movie. I don't think he's a bad guy. I just think yeah. we just talked about this stuff differently back then. And I'm glad we don't talk about it like that anymore. So, yeah, you always have a choice, ladies. All right. So now they get to a small village. So they go up to a pub and the slaughtered, slaughtered sheep. The slaughtered, yeah. Nope. The slaughtered lamb. Ooh. Uh, 
uh, it's fancier that way. But the I guess sign is not a lamb. It's, it's not. a slaughtered werewolf. <laughs> they walk in this place, and there's only like four buildings in the whole like village, and yeah. it. Everyone who lives there has to be in this building at this point because there's like 20 people in there. This village sucks because it's like <laughs> night. <laughs> Jesus. There's like 19 dudes who are pretty rude. Oh, yeah. And there's one woman in the entire town who is real tired. But she because she's working. Everybody <laughs> yeah, else yeah. is just relaxing. I bet all the women are at home like cleaning she's the house. serving all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but for I, money. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean like sexually. <laughs> yeah. But no. So the pub sucks real bad. I, I thought it was kind of cool at first. It seemed yeah. like that's where everyone in town went after work to hang out. And it seemed like a fun place until two douchey Americans came and fucking ruined right. it. And then they were like, hey guys, you mind if we like hang out at your pub? And then like the bartender came and they're like, do you have something to eat? And she's like, no, what, loser? Yeah, yeah. we only have alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> alcohol and like tea. Well, we don't have any tea, but we can make you tea. And she's like, oh, and they're like, well, can you make us some tea? No. I think she agrees to make you some. She did. Yeah, I think she agrees to make him some. After yeah. that, the, the the townspeople try to like include them. Like they he tries do. to tell a big joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is um, oddly problematic. I mean, yeah, in I the Battle it. of the Alamo, it was the Texans versus the Mexicans. Did they have airplanes in the Battle of the Alamo? I don't think that's part of the joke. That though. is, they're throwing people out of airplanes. Yeah, but that's not why the joke is funny. The joke, well, I know, the joke is funny because of racism. Texans. Right. So they're laughing at the joke or whatever, and yeah. then Jack is like, "Hey, I realize we're all bonding and stuff, but why is that pentagram on the wall?" Yeah, no. In the middle of all of the laughing, he yeah. yells, what's up with the pentagram? Just yeah. totally killing the mood. You know how to, yeah, I was about to say, you know how to kill a vibe real quick? Exactly. Yeah, call out their Satan worshiper shit. Right. No, I think, I just think he wasn't subtle. There's like a couple candles around it. I think you could have like laughed at the joke and been like, <laughs> yeah, racism. <laughs> hey, what's up with like uh, those candles on the wall? Like, what is that? That looks pretty cool. Oh yeah, you ease into it. You yeah. back into the pentagram. You start mm-hmm. with the candles. Yeah. And you back into, yeah. what is that? Uh, uh, it's the, like two triangles. It's right. like uh, having sex and they got stuck. Why is it? What is that? It's a pentangle, we learn, which yeah, is just like is, a star. Why do they call it a pentagram? Tangle. Because that's technically what it's called. Like oh. a triangle is Excuse three me. angles. A pentangle is five angles. But it's not a pentagram? Question I think, mark? I, technically, I think a pentagram yeah, has a circle, circle around, around it, it, but I could be wrong about that. Oh. Well, actually, Tom. Me. I honestly don't know. Like, that's fair. I yeah. honestly don't know the answer to that. Listeners, so. if you like to draw pentagrams and you want to tell us about it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure some people out there Great. would know the answer to that. Yeah. For sure. I, I, because pentagrams and pentangles are not inherently evil. They just often are used in occult rituals. So mm. if you know what a pentagram is, let us know and we will not assume that you're evil because of it. Anyway, so they uh, <laughs> immediately stopped laughing and having a a good time and they pretty uh-huh. much say hey fuck off out of here mate yeah you made me no. miss my dots yeah he's... i never missed my dots ever before even when i was a wee lad i wish <laughs> that wasn't the dialogue but it is but it pretty and you much can't is. control that mikey and yeah, the guy exactly. yeah the guy's like why did you make me miss my dartboard Cause, all because he asked about the pentagram and he gets all pissy yeah. yeah he's just mad because he missed his dart it's almost like he's been tortured by this werewolf thing since he was a child a wee and he's lad. sick of <laughs> yeah a wee lad and he's sick of keeping this secret yeah and it's just really eating at him no pun intended so anyway uh both jack and david decide right. it's time to leave exactly and they it's were, raining outside because if he missed the dartboard now who's he gonna throw those darts oh, at yeah next? you never know what badness can happen were they going that. camping like what is the they're backpacking yeah, yeah they were backpacking didn't you see the backpacks but no they leave the pub and they say 
I wonder if there's like an inn around here yeah. somewhere. Let's just walk down the road and see if we can find a place to stay for the night. Very poor planning. Yeah, listeners, oh, yeah. this is why you have a map and you plan ahead and you look at your calendar. I'm just finding it ironic that Mikey is the one that's judging their planning skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Pl- <laughs> so he has said that the pentangle is a mark of the Wolfman. So we know that. Oh, yeah. One of the main characters saw the Wolfman movie and it was in it. And right. then Acne Man, uh, Acne, Acne Darkface oh is trying. <laughs> that can't be his name. Oh, okay. James Sorry. Edward Almost. Edward James Almost. Whatever. <laughs> Edward James Almost got his name right. <laughs> Team chair. Yeah. All right. So Dartman is saying, you got to get out of here because I missed. And the woman now is saying, you can't let them go, guys. So we know something bad is going to happen. Yeah. And everybody's like, no, you can't walk out the door. And there's this old man who wants to let them go because he doesn't want to get in the middle of the trouble because he knows what's about to go on. But the lady doesn't want to let them go and wants them just to be there and weird and messing up all the dark games because it's better <laughs> than them just dying out there. You yeah. know, because she has a conscience. So the they fuck is, off out of the pub. They do. But first they say, Stay to the road. Stay out of the moonlight. So they piss off down the road to try and find an inn. And then they do the one thing they're told not to do while walking on the road. And that is walk off the road. They didn't do it on purpose, Todd. How do you get off the road and walk into the the, moors? Their roads suck, man. They're like dirt roads. Well, yeah, but they're still clearly roads. Yeah. I mean, we saw them as they walked across one. Start singing a song while you're walking, you know, like you get off track. Yeah. I've gotten lost before. That is not surprising. (laughs) (laughs) So now that they're gone, the woman is saying to the men in the pub, she's saying, we can't let them go. And the old man's saying, should the world know our business? So we know something's going on. And they're saying, is this murder if we let them go? Because they know what's going to happen. And we know because we've read the title of the movie called (laughs) An American Werewolf in London, that there's a werewolf out there on those moors. And then they hear thunder and they hear... Do you think she's everyone's mom? <laughs> like this is like a beehive situation? Yeah, the I do queen? think so. Yeah, she's I the mean, queen. We don't see another woman in this town. No, we do not. But no, I don't think she's everyone's mom. So they are hearing wolf noises. Yeah, so now we're back on the road and it starts raining. It starts raining real bad. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not back on the road. I mean, we're off the road. Yeah. Hey, it's raining. It's just raining. We're not on the road. And I think one of the reasons they kind of lost their way is because it was raining and they were kind of walking over to try to get under shelter. And this is the part that did kind of creep me out in this movie. And this is the this is my favorite part of the movie. Was it because there was a ring of light that kept following them everywhere they went? Was it the camera? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. You didn't notice that? mm -mm. Oh. You always notice stuff like that. Now, I noticed the creepy Moore's atmosphere. So we keep cutting back and forth between the inn and the road. Well, not the road. Right. Well, what should have been the road if they exactly. had not been stupid. Yeah. Foggy, grassy place. It's not super scary. I think it's pretty scary. In I think it's only scary once you uh, have the ticking clock of a mm-hmm. werewolf coming after them. Mike. Yeah, because we have introduced that now. Yes. We're hearing the sound of the werewolf and then they're walking and they hear it like and it's definitely circling them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, wasn't Wolf a o'clock. super huge fan of the sound of the werewolf. Oh, I, I thought it was cool. No, yeah. I thought it was like, it sounded like someone who was stepping on the werewolf's tail every time. It was like, oh, it's scary though. So the uh, sound of that werewolf is. Oh, preemptive fun fact. Yeah. Do you want me to save it? No, 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 no. Say it now. So the sound of the werewolf fun fact was actually a screaming wolf and an elephant played backwards. 
And so they edited the sound of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. And now I, I understand why it sounds like what Mikey just described. <laughs> I thought it sounded really cool, though. I liked it because you can tell it's not like an ordinary wolf sound and you can hear it from the pub. So they're cutting back and forth between not on the road anymore and the pub. And um, the mo- town mom is saying, well, maybe they'll be safe in the rain. And she's feeling really guilty because they didn't tell him. The orange slices are in the corner, everyone. Yeah. And I forgot to give them the orange slices. What are they going to do for their snack now? No Capri Suns. Thanks, team mom. Capri Suns. <laughs> Purple stuff. Sunny D. <laughs> I hate Sunny D. Uh, it's, it's gross. gross. It's like I hate orange, orange juice. juice with Tylenol mixed in it. <laughs> so, but she's saying we have to go get them. We have to go get them because she's not only the town mom, she's the town conscience. Yes. But the old scared man doesn't want to. No, he does not. Yeah. Because he knows what's out there. I would not go. Like if, if that was all of us in a bar and two people from another country walked in, this is starting to sound a little bit racist. So <laughs> two strangers walk in, <laughs> don't laugh at my jokes, and try and shame me for my decorating. And, and make then you they, miss your dart. Yeah, and then they leave. If there's a werewolf out there, they're definitely dying. I am not going after them. It's that karma. is on them. Karma wolf. All, they, yeah. all the pub really had to do is like put up a poster of Ozzy Osbourne next to that pentagram and we'd be fine. Oh yeah, I'd have been like, cool, I like that band too. <laughs> well, okay, because... <laughs> Yeah, listen, Iron Man's a great tune. I get it. Let's get some more racist jokes. (laughs) Yeah, right? I know. They would have just kept it coming. uh, This would have happened to us because we would have walked in this bar and I've been like, I would like a beer. And they'd be like, welcome to this bar. Yeah. Todd wouldn't have said that, though. I'd have been like, I "I want a pint of water. (laughs) No, I'd be like, I'll drink for us. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll get (laughs) him. It's fine if this man doesn't want to go out there because he's right. There's a werewolf out there, so that's fine. But you need to tell those people, the two travelers, that there's a werewolf, even if they don't believe you. Or just say, hey, there's an animal out there that's dangerous. Like, don't go out there. Stay in here. Even though we think you're annoying and you're messing all our darts up, stay in here because it's dangerous outside. And then you don't have to feel guilty about it, man. But that's not what happens. No, it's not. get attacked by a werewolf. Werewolf. Well, so first they're hearing the howls and it's starting to surround them. Yeah, and circling them like jaws. Yeah, and David looks down and notices he's not on the road anymore and says, oops. And I've heard that in the trailer and I thought he was kind of being a dick about it, but I think now they're starting to get scared because they're going to go run back to the slaughtered lamb. Okay, so they do get scared, but then as they're running back to the slaughtered lamb, David slips Yeah, and then he <laughs> looks at Jack and Jack looks back at him like, what are you doing? And he's like, mm-hmm. aren't you going to help me? Up. Like he's just joking about well, it's it because he carries most of the equipment. That Jack's is true. backpack is much smaller. That is true. Jack could have left him, and he didn't because Jack's a bro. But you know what happens as soon as David gets up? Jack gets attacked, and David's like, "I love you, buddy." Yeah, yeah he runs man. away. Yeah. He pieces out. Todd yeah. said it would be him if, like, if I got attacked by a werewolf. He would just run away, dude. Yeah. The second we heard growling circling us, I would have kicked you on the side of the leg and run. You would never go to an Applebee's with me. What is that? mean moms like me i need context what kind of moms are you meeting in applebee's aggressive ones okay so what you're, what you're thinking is werewolves are cougars yes <laughs> and that's a different game baby. <laughs> i will wingman you all day all right so 
Jack gets attacked by this wolf. And I like how they do this. He's laying on the ground. He's screaming. And the wolf is just like mauling into his neck. And he's calling out to David. David, he's murdering me. Yeah, help me, help me, help me. And David is just piecing yeah, out across the 300 yards away. Yeah. But he gets there. And then he realizes, oh, shit, I got to go back and help my friend. And he gets back there. Uh, and it's too late. Which Jack's is a mistake. Jack's yeah. dead. Yeah. Yeah, because then he gets attacked. Yeah. But just in the nick of time, all of the, uh, the conscience lady wore them all down. And so they're not all there to shoot the werewolf. Yeah. yeah. David sort of wakes up in this stupor. Maybe not wakes up because he's just been attacked, but yeah. he looks over and there's like an old, naked, dead man next to yeah, him. Yeah, with blood Ugh. all over it. You remember Saturday. those days, Mikey? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh gross. College. Uh, hey, man. Am I right? I did it for the gold pieces. What? Cut to Cut to London waking hospital. up in a hospital. Yeah. yeah, and there's a nurse checking his eyes. And, and Mikey immediately said, I got a crush on that nurse. She had pretty eyes. She did. She's actually pretty attractive. Yeah. And then the other nurse in here is like talking about this dude's dick and how yeah. she went and looked at it. <laughs> Not I, only that, she goes, I think he's Jewish. Yeah. I looked at his dick. Yeah. yeah. She like brags about it. Mikey. And the doctor is walking in, overhearing this conversation. And the, and the, the nurse, Alex, that I like, my, my Alex. You're she Alex. would never do that. She no. would never do that. She is like me at that subway. She's well, in all not, fairness, she does look at his dick later in the movie. But True. Like, consensually. That's well, fair. And, and that's also, fair. in fairness, as a nurse, that might be a, a believable part of your job. It is, but you don't Although, talk shit about that guy's dick. So what you're saying is she has plausible deniability I if ever questioned so. about sexual assault. Although when you phrase it like, I took a peek, right? I think that kind of shoots your case in the foot. It you does. Know? Also, I think people that aren't Jewish get circumcised these Well, that's the thing. Too. The doctor sneaks up behind them and he's like, the Yanks over there all circumcise their dicks. Yeah. Do British people not do that? I don't know, man. Hey, hey listeners. Me, do me a favor. <laughs> Send me a picture. Hey, also, Australian <laughs> listeners, what's going on down there? This segment <laughs> brought to you by <laughs> Dick B. <laughs> I wish we could keep that joke. I no, man. So we find out what the story is, though. He's been in this hospital for about three weeks. Getting oogled by nurses. I think it's ogled. It's, I've only ever read that word. <laughs> really? I would have woke up from my coma and been like, I'm a grower. <laughs> Believe me, guys. <laughs> Let me tell you. And one of those nurses was like, oh, I'll find out. <laughs> and she does, Mikey. No, okay, so he wakes up. So the doctor's like, hey, bro, you've been asleep for three weeks. Yeah. There's a guy from the American Embassy, Frank Not Oz. Not just any guy. Frank Oz, voice of Miss Piggy. So yep. he's like, he's going to talk to you. He's from America. And he and looks evil. So the Frank Oz comes over. He's like, I need you to take a moment. Your friend's dead. No pause. No pause for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Collect yourself. Your yeah. friend's dead, was yeah. murdered. You got attacked by a crazy person. Yeah. 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 And he's dead now. We killed the murder suspect, but your friend's dead too. It's a good so, thing you're lying down because your friend's dead. Yeah. yeah. They use the subtlety of a hammer of a man who's been in a coma and it's obviously he <laughs> freaks out. And the only person who's nice to him in the room is Nurse Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Because the doctor's like, get me some drugs to drug him. And, right. and Frank Oz is like looking at him like he's an You need to calm down. Right. You need to calm down. And then talk shit about him yeah. as he walks out of the room. Like, yeah. these American kids are never grateful for anything. Oh, and then does a Miss Piggy voice and a Kermit voice. He too. didn't. Does he do Kermit too? I don't know. God damn, Frank Oz is a national treasure. Mm -hmm. All right, but before he wakes up, we see like a point of view shot of someone running through the woods. Yes, and he's naked. like running around. I don't think we see him naked just Not yet. yet. But, oh, but that's we're right. We're no, going to real right. soon. We but see a lot of him naked in this movie. We do. Yeah, eighty style. There's a lot more nudity in this movie than and it's ninety five percent man. This movie, yeah, yeah, because there's only like one. You only see the nurse naked for like two seconds, and it's gone. And the pornographic video. Oh, shit. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, my bad. That's Wait. background nudity. Yeah. Doesn't even count. 
Is Barely. it usable though? For what? I mean, what do you, what else do you use nudity for? Art? Yeah. You're a monster. <laughs> Michelangelo's David. My sculpting. The human form is beautiful. How dare you shame it, Jim? Yeah, I'm the weird one. We got her. Mike. Yeah, we got it. We got her. She's in the corner. Look it up, boys. Woo. <laughs> 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 All right. So also, Frank Oz says I've conv- I've given the police permission to interview you already, so they'll be here to see. Which you. doesn't make yeah. any sense because he's an adult and he can give his own consent to interview. Exactly. Or not. I think it's because he's not a UK citizen, but I don't think mm. they need the consulates or whatever Frank Oz was. I don't think they need their consent right. to interview a criminal suspect, even if right. they're not the a victim. Suspect. Well, right. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, a, a victim of a crime. Yeah, yeah or yeah. like some, a material witness in a criminal. Sure. Investigation. Yeah. Right. I think it's just that Frank Oz is a dick in this movie. He absolutely is. I thought he would come back later because the yeah. character was so interesting. You mean evil looking? Yeah. Well, because he's like, fuck these people have been attacked in our comas. Yeah, but more like, fuck these people have been attacked. My yeah, comas. that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, like His voice is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, but he's Miss Piggy, so like, he's not going to have exactly. a normal voice. And I do like Miss Piggy, although she is a little more aggressive than I think is necessary in a lot of cases. <laughs> But we find out that he's been asleep for three weeks. He has been. A winky blinky. Which is very convenient it because is. the new full moon is coming soon. It is. To a porno theater near you. <laughs> I, this movie cracks me up because there's like so many porno posters in the background. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, why is there so many porno? Or an orgy all day. And I was like, what, yeah. what is yeah. going on? It's because in normal scenes of like conversation, it's just That's, like porno posters. It's because London is more sophisticated and more open with their sexuality. I was oh. just there and Piccadilly Circus is not like porn theater down. It's more like Times Square now. And so now he's saying it wasn't a crazy lunatic killer. It was a wolf. And because he pretty much remembers, he's starting to remember yeah. what happened. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But they're telling him, no, 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 it was definitely a lunatic or crazy man or whatever. You must and, be hysterical. A well, crazy man is as strong as 10. I right. think if this was me, if I right. woke up from a coma with scars all over me from an attack, and the last thing I remember is a naked old Englishman shot to death next to me, mm-hmm. I might just assume that it wasn't a wolf. Yeah. If that was me in that situation, I would believe whatever was told to me. I absolutely. My best friend who I'm traveling the world with was murdered, and I'm, yeah, it was a traumatic event. I'm probably not remembering things correctly. It could be a crazy dude. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I think if I remembered a wolf, I would think it was a wolf. Also, you got wolf claws all over you. That is true. You got yeah. a wolf claws on your chest and face. Okay. That don't look like finger scratches. Well, no. let's say it is a wolf. Let's say you remember it's a wolf and they don't know how your friend died. Who cares? I mean, like, what are you going to do? Like, you're like, oh, there was a big wolf that attacked us. Like, well, you tell people. There's no point. If, I mean, well, like, they got to go find the wolf and kill it. I'm just saying, if it was a regular wolf attack that killed your friend and you wake up in a hospital who, and you live, you're like mourning your friend friend but like you're not gonna be like i'm going back to kill the wolf no you wouldn't you're like this nurse is hot yes smash exactly so exactly what he does this ain't moby dick yeah that wolf is his ahab (laughs) yeah exactly the doctor's the one who's ahab he's the one who can't let it go Uh, the doctor is sam loomis that's true yeah the whole scenes in the hospital is him being like it's a wolf and everybody being like who cares yeah no it's not you're hysterical you must be crazy but in the hospital scenes it is more or less just like a meet cute with the cute nurse yeah and a bunch of like them getting to know each other and us learning about like the nurse being really sweet and really great. Right. We see her with some kids and stuff. Mm. She does a great job with them. The so, Scotland Yard people are yeah. the worst. I really kind of feel like they could have been taken out, although I did kind Agreed. of appreciate it. What did they do? They, they got, didn't do anything. His they, head got cut off at the end. Oh, yeah. 
That's it. it was, That's the whole payoff of the all of their scenes. It was yeah. kind of funny when he knocked over all the bedpans and everybody just Britishly stared at him. I don't know you that know. that was funny. <laughs> so they are, um, the cops funny. are interviewing him and they said like two college students should have been able to fight off this old dude. Yeah. Which is so like, weird. Like, uh, you should have been able to kill the old man attacking you two college American kids. Mm-hmm. I'd have been like, mm, have some empathy. That's weirdly right. judgy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and so <laughs> this, this is when we see the dream of him. Ru- we see the point of view of him running and then we start to see him running naked through the woods. And this right. is the first time we see some full frontal naked. Yeah. The first time we see a dick. Yeah. And then we see some deer also. <laughs> and then he wakes up from that dream. He's not doing well in the hospital because they're not discharging him for something. No, reason. he's doing okay. He's on the bed. Like, he's not eating his food. He's just listening to music, just chilling out. Has Jack come to visit him yet? No. No. Okay. He so, yeah, he's go- still doing fine then. He falls yeah. in love first. So, so yeah. the nurse comes and is like, you need to... <laughs> You need to eat your lunch. And he's like, yeah. uh, I'm not going to eat my lunch. This yeah. kind of sucks. I'm listening to music. So she hops into bed with him. Mm. He has to move a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Part move. of it moves. If they sit down on the bed next to you, you make them get close. Well, unless you have a catheter. Gross. Ooh, do you think he was packing cat? No. <laughs> he was laying on top. Of, he was laying on top of the sheet. So she she uh, so she grabs his nose and he opens his mouth and she like sticks the Has that in. ever worked? He's playing along. Yeah, he's, he's playing along. Oh, yeah. He just wants her to touch him. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway. So but he's she, like right next to him, like staring at her the whole time with a kind of goofy, weird. charming grin. Yeah. It's a little sweet. This they're is the cutest, I think, they're together in the movie. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not crazy about the rest of their romance, but this scene is cute. I thought it was cute when he was having nightmares and she came to the room and read to him. I thought that was super cute. I thought that was super cute. When Absolutely. she thought he was asleep and he was just checking a rack out. He glanced. We all glanced. Listen, it's a it's, it's a, a reaction. Glance. I mean, she was stretching. It's evolutionary. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I do that to Natalie all the time. You glance, and it, it's not great. It's like you can't control it sometimes. Yeah. So she reads to him, and he. He wakes up and is kind of staring at her. He does do the little glance, and I apologize. She's yeah. definitely into him checking yeah. around. She's okay with it. Well, but before she's reading to him, the reason she's reading is because he's keeping, he's continuing to have these escalating dreams. And the next one he sees is oh, him running shit. through the woods. Yeah. yeah. And then um, he's in his hospital bed, mm-hmm. and she's right behind him. And then his face is evil and scares yes, the shit out yeah. of you. That was the first jump scare. And it's mm-hmm. like, I was not prepared for it. Yeah. I guess it's not the first jump scare, because there was sort of like a jump scare with the initial attack. Yeah. But you sort of see it coming because they're building to it. You were also a little scared when the music started at the very beginning. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure to know that. It's not but fair. yeah, this was, but, and it's out of nowhere. That's what I mean. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the first true, like, there's no build up. It's just immediate jump scare in your face. And, and it real really got me. too. Did I yell? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh God. And it looked, it reminded me of the faces in The Exorcist, like the demon face that you see like a reflected places, you know? I was going to say the thriller video. But yeah, uh, oh, I got I a fun fact about that. Night. But he's talking to the doctor about his dreams, and he says he's ra- he'd rather not be alone. Winky Blinky, do you happen to have any nurses who I might have who are really good at feeding me things? How funny would it have been if it if it had been the, <laughs> the nurse that looked at his dick? She just got like binoculars in her pocket. Or something. <laughs> that's, that's my luck. <laughs> No, if it was your luck, it'd be one you ghosted uh, two months earlier. Did we 
we go out three weeks ago? And she's like, yeah, I'll get you a new nurse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, because after he's ogling her after sneakily waking up, he says, you're a very beautiful girl. Yeah. And this is the beginning of I what I think is kind of awkward dialogue. I think a lot of the dialogue in this is a little awkward. Yeah. They're love dialogue. But, but you know what? He's kind of awkward. And then obviously she's kind of awkward. So I just kind of took it as that because he was like, I think you're really beautiful. And she's like, I think you're really attractive and also sad. <laughs> that is true. That's not when she says it. Yeah, but, but she, she does say that. Yeah. So she she says it more than once. She does. Yeah, yeah. She feels sorry for him. But the first time she says it is back at her place right before they smash. Yeah. He's like, a, and he, he just can't resist that kind of sexy talk. No, he's not no. like, ooh, you think I'm sad? Wait till you see me after sex. <laughs> oh. I really relate to this film. <laughs> I, I do feel like it seems like John Landis wrote this when he was 16 because the dialogue is not great. He wrote it when he was 19. Uh-huh. Holy that shit. That makes sense. Yeah. Nailed it. Well, you said like, 16, but close. Well, it's because I'm dyslexic. The six, like, ah, it was droopy. So, like, yeah. yeah oh, the yeah. six is the nine. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Jen, Speaking you get of it? things that got written when people were 16. <laughs> I love you, Mikey. Okay. What do we see now, Jen? We see The Muppet Show. Oh, yeah. And we hear Frank Oz's voice as Piggy. Oh, yes. And so we kind of, it's a little confusing how it happens because we see somebody watching the Muppet show and then it's like a boy and a girl and then we see David in his home with what looks like his family. Yeah, it is. So, and now we realize that he's dreaming because they hear a ding dong on the, uh, they hear a doorbell and the dad answers the door and gets shot to death by a Nazi wolf. Yeah, Nazi werewolves. Yeah. Yeah. And then they come in and they just mow down his whole family. Yeah. And then at the very end of that dream, or is it, they shoot up a menorah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they light the house on fire. So oh, yeah. I'm going to link this because I read a really interesting article about this, about um, how this is kind of a Jewish allegory. And I have a quote specifically about this one part. And it says, it gets right to the heart of modern post-Holocaust Judaism. It embodies this primal fear that our new Western society could turn on us interlopers at any moment, systematically destroying us like animals while hatefully spitting on our culture. This is referencing something that happens in The Wolfman that I can't exactly remember remember what it is but i'll link the article to this but i think there's like anytime there's a werewolf movie or anytime there's a werewolf story i think there's a part of like there's a beast within us and we're afraid of what we will become and we can't control ourselves when we like unleash the beast inside of us and i think the wolfman was written in during world war ii and there's an element of like they're saying the person who wrote the wolfman was watching his german neighbors turn into monsters seemingly overnight night and so that's kind of what he saw with the wolf that's interesting yeah so i think there's you could read this as a jewish allegory i also think there's an element of if you were in nazi germany as a jew and trying to hide i could see the parallel between knowing that you might be a werewolf and found out and Mm. you know at any moment or if you're a nazi like just seeing people turn into monsters outside of their control like if they're not members of the ss they just live in germany and get drafted into the army like you might turn into a monster Mm -hmm. i don't know how well i'm saying this i am not no 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 no. i get you i get what you're saying but i will link this art these articles because i thought they were really interesting and it was a way to read it that it's not something i'm gonna see so he gets his throat slit at the 
end of this dream. Yeah, after watching his family get destroyed and house set on fire and menorah shot up. Right. Yeah. Fun fact, the wolf that actually slits his throat is Rick Baker, who did the special effects for this movie. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. Well, and so then we think that it, the dream is over, but we learn this was the inspiration for Inception. Yes. Because he wakes up, he's still in the dream because Alex gets stabbed by well, a wolf right. Nazi who was behind him the whole time. Right. And she's actually just opening the curtain. Right. And he was behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. That scared the shit out of me. I want to turn the recorder off right before because I forgot. Do you guys have really vivid nightmares and dreams? I do sometimes. But can you guys stop your nightmares? No, no. I don't have nightmares very often. Usually they're like if I've got a lot of stress going on. I haven't had a dream in like 21 years. Really? Yeah. So he wakes up from his terrible, horrible, no good, bad dream and Jack's there. <laughs> I like that Terrible, one. horrible, no good, very bad dame. So like, he mm-hmm. wakes up from his terrible, horrible, no good, very bad dream. Right. And Jack's there. But wait, I thought Jack was dead. He is. Why does Jack look like that? Hmm. Why has he got blood all over himself and like hanging flesh on him? This is, it looks really good. Rick mm-hmm. Baker did an amazing job. He really did. Yeah. Fun fact. He won the first ever competitive Oscar for makeup in a movie. Oh, that's cool. For this one? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So Jack looks real dead. And he's like, zombie exposition dump. Yep. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You're a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people you kill become ghosts that haunt you. Yeah. Until you're dead. So I need you to kill yourself. And not just ghosts that haunt you, ghosts that are doomed to like wander the earth now. Yep. But they're yeah. wandering real close to them. Like if they're wandering the whole earth, I'd be fine with this well, curse. But he's a human that can see them. Yeah, also, but, uh, talking to corpses is real boring. I really liked when Jack was like, do you know what it's like to talk to a corpse? Mm-hmm. Because he He's was, talking, he to was corpse, talking to so a corpse. Yes. He should have been like, yeah. I'm doing it right mm-hmm. now, Jack. Yeah, I know it's, it's like not a- great. So, but he's saying um, the bloodline must be severed and the last remaining werewolf must be destroyed. And for all we know, he is the last remaining werewolf. And then he says, it's you, David. You're going to kill people and you have to take your own life before you kill other people. And to beware the moon. So Jack just doesn't want to be in limbo anymore. But this is really starting to freak David out. And David yeah. starts to like hug the intercom call button. It's mm-hmm. like, no. Nurse, nurse, I want to bang. And then she gets there and he doesn't just hug the intercom call button anymore. This is a weird time to plan a kiss on somebody. Yeah. You just saw your dead best friend who you watched get murdered, Mm -hmm. had a conversation with him. You called in the hot nurse you have a crush on. And instead of like seeking comfort and solace, you seek a kiss. Counterpoint. Wait, Uh seek a kiss? Steal a kiss. Take a kiss. She She was in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have been kissed when I was really sad and it was very helpful. Oh, your mom is so sweet. No, 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 no. Oh, my bad. It was no, that was your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jim. Yes. Because it was with tongue. Ooh, How dare you talk about Melody like that? Oh, I'm sorry, Melody. All right. So now nurse she comes. doesn't listen. <laughs> she hates scary movies more than I do. So, but now he's telling her what's happening. And he says he just saw Jack. And hey, did you see him? He's got his skin all hanging off. And she said, you're going to be discharged tomorrow. Because Jack had just said that he was going to become a werewolf in two days because now we know when the full moon's happening. Yeah, he's right. telling the nurse all this and he's like, am I crazy because I think I'm going to be a werewolf in two days and I'm seeing my dead friend. And she's like, yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah, well, she's like, just don't worry about it. Listen, um, why don't you just leave tomorrow? And, and then, come stay at my place. Yeah, just stay at my place. Because yeah. listen, I haven't been dicked down in a while and you know, I kind of want that. Yeah. Well, maybe she just liked him. That's I like it. Well, and he makes her a little sad too. So, yeah. you know. She's <laughs> really turned on by both attractive and sad dudes. Mm-hmm. So, Mikey, looks like you've got a chance. Yes. It's complicated. You can feel more than one thing at a time. Yeah. Yes, you can. You're <laughs> 
Oh, I get it. Uh, hey, welcome back. Welcome to, to the conversation. conversation. You guys steal my jokes. <laughs> All right. So now they we have this weird montage of them going to the store and her talking about inflation. And how expensive things are. Right. That and is an indictment of Margaret Thatcher's policies, early 80s. Definitely an indictment. How does British Parliament work? (laughs) It's awesome. They're not allowed to, like, clap, so they only yell. It's just a bunch of old, yeah, like, that's why they yell at each other. It's the best. And the guy has the weirdest voice. He's like, order, order. That's just that's just an English accent. Yeah, you're making fun of someone who had serious throat cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they're in a train. This is a cute. And they're like there's a bunch of them like 80s punk kids. And he's I really like how colorful it. their hair is yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. And it, it it's cute. This is another cute yeah. scene. They have a lot of chemistry. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Mm, Unless well, they disagree. have a lot of chemistry before they start having sex. During yeah. sex, it seems like they do not like each other very well, she's much. She's only been with seven people and he's been in a coma, so it's not going to be like a natural progression. I kind of want the person I'm having sex with to at least appear like they're enjoying having sex with me. Right. So then they get so. to her house and she's showing them all around and they, we literally go on a tour <laughs> of the entire place. Mm-hmm. This is something we would not do in today's movies because no. like uh, today's audiences are like, what the fuck are we doing? Alex Price, the nurse, this yes. is her like big moment where she hits on him. I've had seven sexual partners. Yeah. Three were one night stands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're really attractive. And, and a little, a little sad. sad. And a little sad. And I don't usually bring home stray American men. British dudes all the time. Right, yeah. <laughs> Not Americans. Right. Also, would you like to watch telly while I go take a shower? Winky, winky blinky. Winky, blinky. <laughs> and then he's like, no. And then they're in the shower. Mm-hmm. But listen. Now, if this is about, a mistake. Well, I don't think it's a mistake. I don't think they have sex in the shower. And if I was Alex Price, I would want to make sure the dude who has been laying in the same bed for over three weeks showers off before I put any part of him in uh-huh. me. I think she sponged bath him before this. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't think she did. I think the other <laughs> yeah, nurse yeah, did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just have a weird chemistry in the shower. It's they have a they weird have chemistry a weird- Anytime yep. they're naked together. Yep. Yeah. Visibly looked freezing in the shower. They well, did. It, yeah. I mean, it's England. It's cold. <laughs> they don't have hot water there. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. When I was there, they had plenty of hot when water. When I was there. Well, did you use it all? I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry. England. So the thing is, she got in the shower and he flushed. He went to the bathroom uh, and flushed before he, he got fucked it. it up. And that's why she's mad. And that's why he has to go down on her later. <laughs> Absolutely. I think he volunteered. It's like a 10 minute lovemaking scene. It is. Yeah. It's almost like the person who wrote this movie is 19 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no thrusting or anything. They're just like two naked people laying on top of each other. Yeah, it is. It is British like. style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So they're cuddling in bed afterwards and yeah. he's being ro- real romantic and asking if she's seen the wolf man and saying, if I turn into a monster, someone who loves me is going to have to kill me, which is just real romantic after your first time. I right? thought this was foreshadowing for yeah. the end. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, she doesn't kill him. That's what I mean. That's Wait, what, uh, was that cop at the end in love with him <laughs> it cuts back to him at the end just single tear on the Aww. cop's face <laughs> I think she doesn't foreshadowing. Kill him, though. no she doesn't because she doesn't really love him Oh! oh, guys, we'll get there. Yeah, we will. He does say he loves her like in four days, Mikey. 
<laughs> this is your problem. What? This is not my problem. No, right. you're, no, no. Your problem is that you reel them in and you'll say whatever it takes. That's not true. And then when That's they're ready true. to commit, you're like, I gotta go, buddy. I'm a wolf man. <laughs> it's been four weeks. The full moon is out. I've werewolfed you. Bye. <laughs> it's my werewolf ghosting cycle. <laughs> so now we see beep, beep. There's a car on the moors. And it's Dr. Oh my God, I forgot about this whole sick. Call him Dr. Loomis. Yeah, Dr. Loomis. Dr. Wolf Loomis. Who, like, obviously lives alone, has no friends, no hobbies, no interests. He's a real busybody. Is in love with David. No, is in love with the nurse. Uh, yeah, maybe. He's definitely in love with that nurse. So he's driving because he just can't get this out of his head. So he's driving to the slaughtered lamb and asking what happened with the two boys. Would you ever? People are too lazy to do stuff that they would do. No, absolutely not. I wouldn't even call them. But I'll say this. I don't think anyone would do this until after the first murders. I think after the first mm. murders, maybe. No, not even. So he's uh, he's walking in and this pub is just the same old dick pub. Like they're just being <laughs> dicks. <laughs> that is a woman's take on the yeah. pub. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a dick pub is something very different over there, guys. Sorry, I mispronounced. If you're at one bar town, like Jen says, you just go to your same old dick pub. Yeah. Woo! All right. Um, but so he walks in. But here's the thing. Like, they were dicks to him, I think, because he's an outsider. So, yeah, they're just dicks <laughs> to anyone who's not from their town. Right. Because they know they can't be open and honest with them. Right. So they have to be, like, lying to well, everybody. I mean, in his defense, he's like the Americans. He didn't slide it in very easily. He, he didn't go, do what? Yeah. Let me tell you about this. Oh, my oh, God. Geez. He orders a beer. He's yeah. like, sip. He's like, cheers, mates. Sips the beer. And he's like, what about those kids who got murdered last oh, week? That's yeah. True. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? fuck are you talking about? Are you a cop? And he's like, no, of course not. I'm you a doctor. You have to tell me if you're a cop. It's <laughs> <laughs> entrapment. And he asks about the pentagram too. And she said, that pentagram's been there for 200 years. Which pisses me off because they could have just said that to the kids in the first scene and been done fucking done with it. Yeah, except yeah. it's a lie. Doesn't the guy who was playing darts in the first scene like sort of like lose his shit? He's like, I'm gonna go check on the dogs. Yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. then the, the bald head guy's like, the dogs are fine. He goes, I'm gonna go check. <laughs> Because the doctor's been saying that David was asking about werewolves. So he's not trying to be smooth at all. So he just decides to leave and it's raining when he goes to his car and then he looks over. Yeah, there's a lurker at the church. Yeah, and you yelled about it a couple of times, but I I didn't see him. him. Yeah. You didn't see him? Well, I did after you yelled about it. Yeah. Then I saw him. It was very clear. And he's standing in the cemetery wanting totally normally to talk to uh, Dr. Loomis. This is the weirdest scene because Loomis like looms up on the And he just goes, hello. Hello. <laughs> and then the dude waits conservatively five seconds, mm-hmm. which doesn't sound like a long time, but like it's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies. And then he starts. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> not that long, ladies. No, it's not. Dart throwing guy starts spilling the beans about the town. Yeah. And it's like, there's werewolves in them hills yeah. or whatever. And your boy's in danger. Your boy. And then the balded guy's like, that's enough. Yeah. Shut your Shut mouth. <laughs> no, he's yelling at him. It's very unbritainly. And the doctor's like, I think I'm just going to head out because yeah. this is just. Yeah, this is weird. Real weird. Are there no other women in this town? <laughs> this town sucks. I'm out. This is a dick town, not yeah. just a dick pub. Okay, so now um, it's the next day and Alex has to go to work. And so uh, David is being a gentleman and walking her out. Without shoes without or socks. Without shoes, yeah. Or socks. He's just going 
going to walk back in and track all that mud all over her apartment with his He's bare just trying feet. to be sweet and kiss her off for work. That's sweet. nice. Yeah, but he gets locked out. Because he's an idiot. And he sees, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and a couple of dogs bark at him. A, a, one dog and a cat. Yeah. He opens the window and very easily breaks into her apartment. Yes. Yeah. Which is concerning. But it was a different 80s. time, yeah, man. It, yeah, it's a different time. And so he's watching the darts championship on this TV and way too close to the screen. Oh, then yeah, Nina Carter's yeah. top model show comes on and she's talking about new pictures and we see a show for called The Naked Truth with Naughty Nina, which is just another one of those... Is this what Britain was like in 1981? I, it, it, it is if it was written by a 19-year-old. No, that's true. Yeah. He's not from England. Anyway, so he then goes into the front room and it starts this long montage of nothing. Yeah, pacing around. Where it's just him bored. bored. Like, I get the point they're trying to make, but it goes on way too long. No. Alright, so now we get the transformation scene. This and was insane. Yeah, it's it is It's so insane. good for 81. It was cool. It, it was mm-hmm. really, really It cool. is, yeah. And I have some fun facts about it, but it's all practical effects. They worked it for like right. months about on this. Oh mm-hmm. man, it's so good. Besides yeah. The Thing, this is the best practical effects movie I think we've yeah. seen. And this yeah. is like earlier than The Thing yeah. too. It so mm-hmm. it's it's so good. Yeah, and I like that Blue Moon is playing because it's, it's just kind of this weird note of this is a horrific thing that's happening, but it's like being presented in this lighthearted way that I think kind of takes the edge off of it a little bit. Yeah, the know? juxtaposition of that is fun, though. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, but and the I special think, effects are amazing. But so he's turning into a werewolf right in front of us. And we see the hands elongate. We see like the ankle, the feet, mm-hmm. and the ankles and sort the, of change, yeah, the and, yeah. and the elongate. face elongates. His it's, hair's like starting yeah. to grow out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a really long and cool scene to watch. All parts of him turn into. Yeah, a I'm sure people have seen this. I honestly oh, yeah. think I may have seen parts of this, mm-hmm. like in like gifs yeah. and stuff. You yeah. know, because it's so iconic. So so now we cut to a couple on a date and they're going oh behind God. the house to try to scare someone. Can we at least point out that we're in London yeah. and they have found the woods? The biggest backyard in yeah. all of London. Film. They're like drinking. They're like, chip, chip, cheerio. Chip, chip, cheerio. Well, because there's a couple inside that's throwing a dinner party and then outside couple who's about to wander in and try to scare them for the dinner party. Yeah. But the Which joke. is kind of a dick move, I think. It is. But they I get what's know. coming to them. They do. Uh, yeah, they get torn apart by a werewolf and the couple inside is hearing the howling and they're like there must be some soccer hooligans out there yeah <laughs> and the wife's like hey uh go check it out and he like takes his bourbon and goes outside he yes and he wanders into the woods which is next to his house in london so in between um original couple getting ripped apart and bourbon and scotch man getting uh, sent out to die by his wife <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see the doctor calling alex so as bourbon holding husband is wandering around he like slips on the hand of his best friend. Yeah, the severed hand yeah. of his best friend. Yeah. And the dinner party's over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he becomes the dinner party. He does. Does he get eaten too? Yes. He gets murdered. No, he doesn't get murdered. I no, think he, he does. does. No, he just discovers the body. Because the next he... person gets murdered is on the subway. Oh, yeah, yeah. But now the doctor's on the case. Well, he's been on the case for a little while. Yeah, he's calling Alex. He calls he's Alex. Telling Alex, there's shadiness around this. The wounds were dressed. But I was supposed to be the first doctor. Basically, the pub people are lying because yeah. it's a dick pub. I don't believe there are witnesses. Where's right. uh, David? Well, and he's saying this is a mass hypnosis. Like, I don't think he actually <laughs> believes this is werewolves. I think oh, I don't believes, think he does either. Like, David is going to have this delusion that he's a werewolf and that's how he's going to hurt people or himself. Right. Because he's going to think he's a werewolf. So we have to find Oh, that's him. just the logical conclusion. I would think that over he's an actual werewolf. I mean, I get well, yeah. that. Yeah. But I wouldn't show up to town and have like a creepy bar and be like, hey, Alex, there's a mass psychosis in the town. 
Yeah. Oh, I would 1000% call Alex and be like, your boyfriend's a werewolf. We have to kill him right now. <laughs> right. Now I'd just be like, nah, your boyfriend was probably attacked. He's probably got some issues. You might want to check him out. So now we see three homeless gentlemen. I assume that they're homeless. They were homeless. They were standing by yeah. a burn barrel. Not they had a puppy. Not a puppy. It was a full grown dog. But, you know, I call Aww. them all puppies because they're adorable. They're and it was barking. Yeah. Like something was going on. And one of them was like, let the dog go. And it's yeah. like, fuck you guys. I'm out. Which is, no, you're yeah, it's, that's exactly what it was. And it runs away. And then they talk a little bit about, again, how bad trickle-down economics has fucked mm-hmm. them. Margaret Thatcher, not great. Tories, boo. <laughs> and then they get eaten by the they werewolf. Do. We don't and see it, though. We, we just see a jump scare of his face, which also scared me a little bit. And we hear some <laughs> howling, I think, too. Well, they hear howling. And, and it that's cuts what, to the face of the wolf. Yeah, yeah. and the, that cut is what scared me. Because mm. it's... Uh, sort of out of nowhere, even though you expect something, yeah. it's just really fast and like big. But I think the jump scares are pretty effective here because I think they're just so out of nowhere and in your and you're actually seeing the wolf face too. Yeah, know? yeah. So the next thing that happens is we're in the subway. This guy gets off the subway. He's the only one that gets off at that yeah. stop, and then he starts to hear growling or whatever. And he's I got an umbrella though. He has what I would call the UK armor. <laughs> he's got an umbrella. Doesn't use it though. Mm-hmm. I like this part because. Because up till this point, I thought we were never going to see the wolf like in action. Right. It was all just like quick jump scares of the face. Uh-huh. And then in this scene, we don't see it initially. We see yeah. him sort of running and well, then wolf POV. And then yeah. eventually he runs up the escalator, falls onto the escalator and starts moving it up. And that yeah. scene where the wolf walks out as he's on the yes, escalator so cool. was mm-hmm. very cool. It really was. And he's just walking up to him onto the and we see yeah. his point of view shot getting closer and closer and closer. And when you see the wolf it is it looks like it's it looks a big, good scary man. Yeah. wolf yeah it looks real good yeah. what i like about this is that it's low to the ground like a giant mm-hmm. dog like, a, yeah. like an actual wolf well apparently he and rick baker had an argument about whether it would be on all fours or whether it would be two legs and well I, mean, I think that all fours works better uh, me too i think it does work because i've seen better. other werewolf movies where it's like walking and i think it looks dumb i like the harry potter uh lupin yep. werewolf mm-hmm. oh, yeah. which i'm fine with but i prefer all fours like more like oh yeah a, a black show yeah Get him there and just straddle it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go just to so town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of escalators. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, escalator man dies tragically, and it's really sad. And then we see more dick yeah, as now we're he wakes up in the wolf pen. Mm-hmm. And he was actually naked in that wolf pen with real wolves. I mean, he climbs out of there pretty quick. He does. For he being Tarzan's too, out of there. Which, to be fair, if you're afraid a wolf is about to bite your balls off, that's motivation to get out of there quickly. So. It is. And he moves yeah. quickly. Yeah. And then he climbs into a bush. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. I did yeah. not like this scene. <laughs> this was really was very. So a little boy walks by with, with balloons. balloons. He's like, mm-hmm. little boy, come to the bush. I'm the balloon thief. And I was like, I don't like this That's scene. That's not what he yeah. says, though. It's, it's, it's just as creepy. I'll give you two it. pennies for your balloon. No, that's much better. <laughs> no, he does say he's the balloon thief. And he's like, well, why would you pay me money if you're the balloon thief? Right. Yeah. Also, don't like, why are you telling me you're a balloon thief? Shouldn't you just steal? The also, balloons? why are you naked in a bush talking to a 12 year old? And it is really funny because all you see is the bush and you hear his voice. And it's very. Until he climbs out of the bush, walks mm. around completely exposed himself to the 12 year old boy and steals his balloons and naked the whole time is that yeah. legal yeah. in the uk it's 100 legal 
And encourage. <laughs> Only if you steal balloons. And wear a yeah. fancy red coat. Well, you have to steal that, too. Oh, I yeah. did like that scene. Because I it's do. like an old couple on a bench, and you just see this naked dude run by and steal her jacket. <laughs> so, anyway, so he finds this jacket, and then he goes to yeah. the bus stop. I don't know how he rides the bus. He's naked. He has no money. Maybe he like was like, hey, give me a dollar. I'll let you see what's on this coat. Mm, now he gets home with his red coat on. <laughs> and he tells her that he's lost, he's losing his mind because he woke up naked in the zoo. And he doesn't remember anything past getting locked out and reading and just pacing around endlessly while a song played. Right. Um, and he's like feeling great, loving it, very handsy yes. with his girl, mm-hmm. with Alex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But the doctor has called and said, you need to get him to the hospital immediately. Dr. Cockblock strikes oh. again. Uh-huh, yeah. And he's like, is he there? Yes, he's there. Yeah. Right. And he says, I feel great. I want to have a quickie. But she says, no, no, no. We got to get to the hospital. Well, yeah, they're just they're taking a taxi to the hospital. Right. And so they're in the taxi and um, the cab driver is talking about the demon barber of Fleet Street and how there were terrible murders and they're all handsy in the background and then the boner just dies real hard. Oh yeah, like, it wilts. Oh. And he's like, stop the truck, the trolley, the mm-hmm. t- t- taxi. <laughs> and he tactical rolls through a million pigeons. <laughs> yes. Into Trafalgar Square. Yeah, and then believe. He starts to verbally abuse a cop because he's trying yeah. to get arrested and he mm-hmm. can't get arrested. He walks up to this cop and he's like, hey, I murdered six people last night and the cop's right. like, move, move along, along, move along. Yeah. Yeah, this must we, be a prank. Oh my we God. Knew it was the demon barber of Fleet Street. He's like, well, not what? Him. he's like, what the fuck arrest me? He's like, no cussing. So he's like, fuck shit, fuck, fuck, fuck shit. Yeah, yeah. No, the cop doesn't care until he's like, Winston Churchill was a full of shit or whatever. <laughs> and and the cop's he- like, hang on a tick. <laughs> Governor, and I think he yells something about Prince Charles and Lady Diana too. Yeah, and then he goes, "Pip, pip, cheerio, mate." Yeah, yeah. Hold on, pip, pip, cheerio. <laughs> Any more like that, I'm going to arrest you. And he's like, "Really?" And he's like, "No, move along. No, yeah, no, get away. move along, pip, pip, cheerio." But now he's got to try to run away because Alex is not safe with him anymore. And he says, "I love," and I loved this because he says, "I love you." And she says, "What? We've yeah. only had sex once." Yeah. And you're woke up naked in a zoo this morning. Now is not the time. <laughs> I like does he do? He's like, I love you. I gotta go and we can never see each other again. <laughs> it's not safe to be around It's not me. safe to be around yeah. me. It's not you, it's me. Bye, werewolf. <laughs> On right. to the next one. I've heard of catfishing. I've never heard of werewolfing. It's and I think it should be a thing. <laughs> what is, is it when you... It's after a one, one night stand. It's, a it's where you tell her you love her. Yeah. And then you're like, but, but you're not safe to be around. But I'm not safe to. I'm know, going to hurt around. you. I have to go. Right. But, but I love you. But I love you. Yeah. Yes. So now David is in the phone box. He is. No, he's yeah. calling his family. He is calling. And this is interesting because they use a real number. And this is one of the few movies where oh. it's not 555. Five, five, yeah. It's because it was before that. Was it? Yeah. When was the first of that? Do you Eight, know? Six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. Yep. Oh, that year? Tommy yeah. Two-Tone. Mm. I don't know when that song came out, but that's what caused it. And it it's was mid 80s, I mm. think. It wasn't huh. early 80s, yeah. So David is in the phone box calling his mom. Yes. And talking. But doesn't get a hold of his mom. Yes, he gets a hold of Rachel, his little sister. Right. And He's 10 and a half. Right, exactly. Yeah. But because his mom and his dad aren't home and he's having this sweet conversation and she, yeah. it's clear she just doesn't kind of grasp the gravity. And he's saying goodbye and he's saying, tell everyone in the family that I love them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, um, Rachel and Max are the two kids he's talking about and those are the names of John Landis's children. And so now he's trying to cut his wrist too. He does get his pocket knife out. 
and he puts the knife on his wrist, but he doesn't do it because yeah. he looks up and he's like, whoa, porn theater. Let's go check it out. <laughs> no, he sees his decaying friend outside does, the porn yeah. theater and says, whoa, decaying friend outside a porn theater. Let's, Let's go, go check, check it out. out. What yeah. does I like to do with friends more than go to a porn theater? <laughs> wanky, wanky. That's on the nose. You don't have to wiggy that. My bad. My bad. <laughs> anyway, you so see, you see so, a zombie waving him into him. And I was like, oh, it's the movie with all the posters from the background. Right. Yes. See you next Wednesday. Is That's that the, the name title of the movie. Of the movie. Yeah. No shit. Is I it really? love this porno in the background because it's just oh, a por- I bet you do. It's just a pornography of people interrupting them having sex. <laughs> it, it is. That's they get interrupted five or six times. <laughs> Excuse me. Can you? I told you guys not to do that. Can you not do that? Do we you think he planned all those interruptions so he'd last longer? Yes. Um. So anyway, so he goes into this porn theater that his buddy Jack is calling him into. Yeah. Ooh, Jack in a porn theater. Ooh. That sounds like a dangerous combination. And it's real sad. Like, it, is that what porn theaters were like? I don't know. know. The internet's always existed yeah. since I've been sexually yeah. aware so so he goes in there jack waves him to the back of the uh-huh. audience and he goes and sits down next to jack and then jack is introducing him to all the people he murdered the right. night before and they're all bloody like jack was okay so they're talking in the back row and they're just porn on the whole time and he's introducing him first he introduces him to the subway man who got killed and he's yes. he says he was a victim of his carnivorous lunar activities and i thought it was funny phrasing and then uh i mean we jack. meet everyone jack in this scene. Yeah. He, yeah probably, he probably tells Jack, he's like, you were right, bro. I should be dead. I right. killed all those people. Yeah, I yep. feel bad. Um, but we also meet the two party goers mm-hmm. and we meet the three homeless dudes. We so do, all six yeah. of them are there. The two party goers are actually pretty nice to him. Yeah, they're super sweet. They're trying they to are. find painless ways for him to kill himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and this was a weird I, scene. It was a weird scene. I can imagine this being pretty triggering. Was it? People. It was like oh, seven yeah? people like, you should kill yourself and then brainstorming ideas for him to do it. All right. while porn is being moaned at you from the front of the theater. Not just yeah. regular porn every two minutes a person would stop them from having sex and they'd be like you have a phone call and they're like can you stop interrupting us it's interruption porn okay so they're talking about ways for him to kill himself and then we see outside that it's now nighttime, and so he starts changing in the porn theater which I think is kind of funny because he could just look like he's really enjoying the movie there is a really creepy dude staring at him right before he starts to change who's not an employee no, right. he's like sweating and like like bouncing around, and like like real nervous. Totally Pee Wee Hermaning it. <laughs> he has like found the magic word <laughs> and he's shaking the chair in front of him. Jerry, yeah. <laughs> and the guy next to him is just like staring at him. We're not next to him, but he's like standing in the aisle staring at him. And there's a giant couch trying to eat him down the. He's aisle. like dips. <laughs> And it, that, you see his hand grow. Yeah. And yeah. then you don't really see it near as much as you did in the first transformation scene. No. But it's sort of yada yada past it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know he's changing. Mm, yeah. That poor guy in the front row. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's almost done. I was like, you're like, what? Ah. Yeah. Nothing kills the final act. Like, like getting mauled to death by a werewolf. Right. He's yeah. lucky that he dies this night or one of his ghosts would be like a guy's like, I was masturbating yeah. and yeah. you killed me. This yeah. is my dick. That's out. Like he's just hard the whole time <laughs> for all of eternity. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now somebody's running out of the theater and letting the woman who sells tickets know that there's a wolf. Yes. I guess it was creepy man who was staring. Like, there's a, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then she sends the, I, 
I don't know, like the usher. How bad is your life that you're a porn usher? Anyway, yeah. so the usher goes down there and he gets attacked by the thing. He does. And then yeah. it cuts to the outside again and you see the ticket taker like screaming and these mm-hmm. two uh, cops roll Bobbies. up on her. Yeah, Bobbies. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of them goes down there with a flashlight and sees a bunch of dead bodies and is like, huh. Hmm. Interesting. Popcorn? Let's see. Yeah. There's yeah. popcorn all over the body. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he just slowly like, moves his flashlight up. Oh, now, man. to be fair, he's really into interruption porn. Yeah. So, and this is like one of the few times he can watch it without having to buy a it's ticket. Without, without being interrupted? Exactly. Yeah. It's very <laughs> meta to interrupt other people's interruption porn. <laughs> it is, yeah. But, but he doesn't immediately leave. Like, if I saw a dead body anywhere, I would run. Yeah. Somebody does run outside and closes the steel. It's like, this officer. He yeah, sees a yeah. wolf and he's like, oh, shit, there is a beast he runs runs and shuts the screen Mm -hmm. because there have just been six people murdered the night before by some kind of barber wolf of fleet street or something right so he knows what's going on and so he closes the metal door in front like a metal grate you would see at a mall but it's not see-through right Mm -hmm. they they blow their whistle apparently 20 more bobbies appear out of nowhere have Mm -hmm. you noticed that whenever cops rush anywhere also, everyone in London rushes over. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, because like, there's like a riot outside. Yeah, like, like there's they a just, sale in that porn theater? Yeah, they got to get in to see the wolf. <laughs> oh, my God. Interruption porn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to interrupt, too. So, uh, anyway, cops t- start coming over, helping kind of hold the grate or the, the barricade door thing. And then, eventually, like, the Scotland Yard cops yeah. come up mm-hmm. and start walking over. And then the, the second the main Scotland Yard cop gets within biting range, the werewolf pops through that great thing and bites his neck and his head goes rolling down the, mm-hmm. the wall. Bouncing onto or the street. Or down the street. Yeah. yeah. And this yeah. starts a weird chain of events. And yes. This thing um, is insane. Mm-hmm. So the wolf starts attacking other officers and running. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it starts a uh, chain reaction of like horrific car wrecks not yeah. just cars fender bending like people flying out windshields getting yes. in between cars one getting guy getting run rapidly over. run over yes mm-hmm. yeah it's, and dude it's, the guy who got squished in between two cars yes. mm-hmm. how did they do that it's just like eight him. people getting killed with car wrecks yeah right yeah, and that's it, they, nothing to do with the wolf yeah it's just the car massacre mm-hmm. it's, it's so carmageddon he, and piccadilly circus so the cops split up like half the cops chase yes. the wolf half the cops split up with like 19 cars that are wrecked in Piccadilly Circus. And the other half get murdered under cars. Right. That's three halves, guys. That's three. got to lock up the math here. Mm. One thirds. It's the metric system, Todd. Oh, that that checks out. That checks out. Anyway, so the other cops, oh wait, don't we see like a montage of like SWAT cops loading rifle bullets in the clips in the van? none of the Bobbies have guns. They're just chasing the wolf with their bare hands. But it's like the British SWAT cops, so it looks like Illuminati or something. It does look like that, yeah. (laughs) And they're loading their like silver bullets or whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's the werewolf swap. No, in this movie, they can Why? just be killed with regular bullets. Yeah, it's not so. So there's not much of it. They actually make that joke, though. Do they? Yeah. Well, yeah. not the cops. I think... Um he I think does. David makes, makes it. Like, yeah. Do I need silver bullets, silver, silver bullets to kill myself? And no, like, you just corpses. need love. We're like, yeah. no. Oh my so. God. Anyway. Anyway. So um, then he runs down like an alleyway where they trap him. And like all the cops are there with their guns. Mm-hmm. And this whole time, Alex, the love interest, is trying to get to him. Because the Dr. Yeah. Loomis called and said, right. there's a disturbance in Piccadilly yes, Circus. Yes, they race there for some reason. Yeah. Right. And then she breaks through the line of like police officers, SWAT police, yeah. yeah, SWAT team with guns, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I slept with him once." Yeah, and they're like, "You fucked him." He's beast? got some stuff we in got, a drawer in my house. Yeah, the, yeah. Sar- the sergeant was like, "We got a stage five clinger over yeah, here." Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and then she walks halfway down the alley, sees him, 
And he like, you know, well, not until she says, I love you. Uh huh. And then I can help you. No, I can fix you. Yeah. Yeah. Women, you can't fix him. You can't fix a guy who's werewolfing you. No, you cannot. So he starts to lunge at her because Mm -hmm. when she's ready to commit, that's when Mikey is like, I'm out. That's when the teeth come out. And then they shoot him. And then we see her crying and we see his naked body with blood and bullets on it. Yeah. And then. Anyway, the movie ends. Yeah. Roll credits. (laughs) It's a real weird ending. I was waiting for somebody to start singing with me. I like the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't like the pacing because I feel like the movie doesn't take off until he starts killing people. People during the full moon. Right. And that's only like the last 20 minutes of the yeah. movie. And Both we spent nights. An hour setting up the last 20 minutes. Right. And it's not like the pacing is all off. But you love the the meet cute with the nurse and yeah, all that stuff. I did, but like yeah. the doctor going back to the, the, the village, there's just like a lot of scenes that are necessary. The kid with the balloons. It makes the first half of the movie super long. Yeah. When I you can absolutely have, will admit that you do not need the Scotland Yard cops. You can still have the yeah. Scotland Yard cop die at the end. Yeah. You don't need to know who he is. Yes. He doesn't do anything else except for die. They interviewed the doctor without David in the room for like 10 minutes in the movie. Yeah. In the doctor's office unnecessarily. Yeah, completely. I would have cut some of that stuff out. I, I like have... a lot of the stuff at the beginning of the movie, though. Like, my favorite part is when they're on the moors and they get originally like, they get attacked for the first time. Yeah, I like that, because you want to start slow and build yeah. the tension. And but I then, like the part in the subway, too. Yeah, no, that part's great. That's that's what I'm saying. That's when the movie starts. Like, when he starts murdering people, yeah. like, the movie gets good. Pacing didn't bother me, and I actually think it's pretty much, there's action stuff spaced out throughout the movie. I think there's just some, like, the tone is a little abrupt, and I also think think some of the humor just has not aged that well. Not necessarily that it's problematic. I just think that some of the deli- the dialogue is dated and it's just, I don't know. But I, d- I liked it better than I did the first time when I watched it now, you know? Yeah, this is the first time I've seen it and I, I don't know. I don't like any of these movies really, but I can see that this is a great movie, especially mm-hmm. for when it came out. Like, the effects are amazing and honestly, movies in the 80s and 70s, this is, this is like early 80s, so mm-hmm. it's of that same era, are just not great. Like, we remember all the great movies from that time. There were a lot of really bad movies from that time. And I think this is one of the great ones from I, I that do time. Think, I do think it's the movie too. holds up. I, I, yeah. I have pacing problems, but I did like the movie. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I didn't like this movie was because of the jump scare stuff. And a lot of the jump scares in this, I would call cheap jump scares because they're literally sort of out of nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ones that build up to it, like the one at the beginning with the one where Jack gets killed, I, I didn't like it. But you sort of see it coming like it's mm-hmm. not so abrupt. That's fine. But like the ones in the dreams i hate i hate those kind of jump scares man see and when i think about cheap jump scares what i think about is when it turns out to be like a cat or something like what i liked about these jump scares or were they were the actual monster but yeah anyway but i i do see that it's a great movie i understand why people like it Mm -hmm. i would probably watch this again if my friends wanted to watch it i did Um, enjoy it i wouldn't watch it by myself though but (laughs) i mean it's decent oh i guess her numbers go up to eight with four being one night stands Mm. he stayed the whole week they only had sex once. Okay. So let's do some box office. Let's do so some office. what do you think the budget for this movie was? It gotta be pretty high because of the twelve effects. million dollars. Oh, fifty yeah? million dollars. Twelve million dollars and fi- this is in eighty one, probably filmed in eighty. So a hundred million dollars. Oh my god, you're going the wrong <laughs> way. I'm winning this time. The but yeah, you definitely are. Although you're over. So Uh-oh. price is right rules, Bing. you're out. One dollar. <laughs> All right. So Jen wins because no. it was five point eight million dollars, mm. which is 
still really like well in 1981 that was 57 billion dollars well i mean in 81 that's that's a good amount of money it's a pretty big budget so how much do you think it made worldwide 86 million dollars okay $50 $50 million. You're closer, Jed. It's $61.9 million. And it didn't go over. Which is still a shitload of money. Like, that's yeah. a really good opening for a 5 or $6 million movie now. Yeah. Like, that's a really, really good return on investment. And it still continues to do well. You know? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So, do you have any fun facts for us, Jed? I've got a lot. So. Hit us with your fun facts. The two male leads in this movie are um, David Naughton. And he got this job because he had just done the Dr. Pepper commercial. Do you remember that? I'm a pepper, you're a pepper? No. Yeah, I'll link it. I only remember that from uh, Short Circuit. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? Yeah, that was him. And that's how he got this job. Um, Okay. Griffin Dunn plays Jack and he, his sister is Dominique Dunn, who was the older sister in Poltergeist. Oh, Who was tragically murdered. And that's a sad fun fact. Yeah, your fun facts are... Okay, we're back to normal fun facts. Yeah. (laughs) So we've already said that Rick Baker won the Oscar for Best Makeup. And I will link to an article that tells more about this story. But um, apparently it took a long time for John Landis to get the money to do this because um, one person wouldn't want to buy it because it was too funny and the other person would want to buy it because it was too scary. So he had to build up enough cred in Hollywood to be able to fund this and he had Rick Baker on planning to work with him and he'd started to work out this werewolf stuff and then he just they weren't making the movie for years and years and years. So he started working on the howling and the howling came out the same. I think it was 81 too, Oh yeah, but it was right around the same time. Okay. And so when they finally got the money to do American werewolf in London, he kind of farmed out the job to his protege, Rob Botton, and he finished the effects on the howling and Rob Botton, I think did the special effects for the thing. Oh, oh, shit. connected. But apparently Rick Baker wanted the uh, werewolf to be on two legs. And that's what you see in the howling because he had already started the design of that independent from John Landis. And John Landis was the one who wanted him to be on all fours. So this was actually shot in Piccadilly Circus. Mm-hmm. It was the first film that was allowed to shoot in Piccadilly Circus for 15 years. Wow. And the way they got permission to do it was he had just directed Blues Brothers. Yeah. And so he invited like 300 British cops and he showed them a screening of it. And isn't there a big car chase scene in that yes, movie? Yes, there is. Don't they go crash. through a mall or something? Yes. I haven't seen it in a long time. They were so impressed with that that they got permission to do um, that. And he could probably also say, hey, we didn't wreck this whole mall. Like we can pull off a car crash scene. Right, they, there are a lot, of, a lot of car crashes in that scene. <laughs> I mean, in both Blues Brothers and Piccadilly Circus in this. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so they got um, two night filming permits between 1 and 4 a.m. And they had to stop traffic only three times for two minutes at a time for to do the stunts and the stuff with the double-decker bus. All right, cool. The scene where they were getting, um, where Jack got mauled by the werewolf Ugh. was filmed outside of Windsor Castle Estates. Really? Yeah. And so, because it was all in London and that was, I yeah. guess, just the most woodsy-looking place they could find. Griffin Dunn, who played 
play Jack was talking about laughing about wondering whether the queen could hear him screaming outside. Because <laughs> it was like from one to four in the morning because it had to be really dark. Yeah. So apparently there's nice. a point when he's trying to get arrested. David uses a homophobic slur to describe Prince Charles. And to make up for that, they put in the end credits a congratulations to Prince Charles and Lady Diana because they had either just gotten married or were about to get married. Aww. I know. That's sweet. super sweet. So we had commented on some of the music in this, but every song on the soundtrack has the word moon in it or yeah. is about moons. So Blue Moon is played during the opening credits. Moon Dance is the song during their sex scene. And you kept commenting on what it's a horrible. weird song it it's was It's like a jazz trio. I kept expecting to look <laughs> yeah. over during the sex scene and there'd be like three dudes with like a trap set, a trumpet, and like a stand-up bass. And they'd like interrupt you. <laughs> yeah. Bad Moon Rising was playing Blue Moon during the transformation and then Blue Moon doo-wop at the end. Yeah. Um, he tried to get the rights to Moon Shadow by Cat Stevens. And Cat Stevens actually believed that werewolves and occult shit existed, and he oh didn't want his God. song to be involved in it. And I love Cat, Cat Stevens. Stevens so well. such a weird dude. I love him. I've got a lot of memories with Cat Stevens music. Oh, man. All right. So the movie, See You Next Wednesday, the parody yes. that's playing the background, that was the first thing they shot. Okay. Porn, I was, I was terrified porn. you were going to say that that's a real movie. Well, like, and they, every night they worked on the edit of it over and over oh, again. Oh, I bet they did. <laughs> <laughs> but that does strike me as like the first thing a like 19 year old would want to film. Yeah. Although he wasn't 19 when he did. Wanga, wanga. Um, he, John Landis really wanted Donald Sutherland for the main character. Oh, that would be good. Like early 80s Sutherland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah looking I mean, more like Kiefer than the old man he is now. Ooh. Yeah. Um, they also wanted John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd to for be what? The, for the for Jack and David. Oh, they, they wouldn't be college students anymore. No. Well, yeah, and they wanted to go with less recognizable characters, and I, I think it. it works that they did. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do this. Right. I mean, it would have just been Blues Brothers with right. a werewolf, yeah. you know. Um, so there was a radio adaptation of this in 1997, which sounds really interesting, and if anybody can get their hands on it, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> there is a sequel to this called... Um, An American Werewolf in Paris. It is, and it's got... Who's I the hate guy? that you took that I knew that and used <laughs> it on the podcast. Yeah. Todd Steele fun fact. Tom Everett Scott is the main character. I think Mark Paul Gosseler maybe is the friend who dies. That's Zach Morris, right? Yeah, it is Zach Nice. And I think the werewolf is a girl they meet in Paris. It's Julie Delpy is the girl. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I've not seen it since it came out in theaters. Yeah, I haven't either. Julie Delpy has not been in a lot, but she's great. Yeah, she is awesome. Yeah. Um, There was rumored to be a remake of this um, a couple of years ago, and Max Landis was going to direct it, and and whoa, I'm whoa. not sure if that's happening anytime soon because he's in some trouble right now. Just Google Max Landis and you'll see. Um, so Michael Jackson was a huge fan of this movie. Not surprised. Yeah. But so he was such a big fan that he asked Rick Baker to do the effects for Thriller and asked John Landis to direct Thriller. So both well, of them go. worked on Thriller also. Hmm. And the next movie that John Landis did was Twilight Zone, the movie. Which so good. And those are my fun facts. Well, thank yeah, you for your fun facts, fun Jen. Facts. You're welcome. Let's do Scary Scale, Jen. Hey, listeners. Our Scary Scale is a scale we use to rank how scared we were when we watched these movies. It's not a ranking of the quality of the film. It's how scared we were tonight when we watched it. Our one example is Ghostbusters. Our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right, Todd, what you got? I will give it a four. Ah, nice. There were some pretty good jump scares that really, like I yelled 
yelled apparently a few times. Yeah, you did. So I'll give it a four. It didn't feel super scary, but I guess I did jump a few times. So I was wondering if the transformation scene was going to make you sick, but it, it didn't, didn't really no, at all. No, because no. it, it's not really like like uh, grotesque. Like it's gory. just like I was watching it like, holy shit, this yeah, is impressive. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, Mikey. I give it a one. All right. Wow. I just I the jump scares didn't scare me. The, the I didn't feel very like an str- old pro over here. You're just so used to werewolf and people that you're yeah, you're like, you're like oh, please, this is straight out of my playbook. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, it's full moon, gotta go. <laughs> I'm gonna hurt you. I love you, but I gotta go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So one. All right, I'm gonna give it a three. I think okay. there because there I really like the atmosphere when they get attacked, and there were some jump scares that I think genuinely I, got me. I think if you like horror movies, you need to see this if you. You haven't seen it. I think if you don't like horror movies, you can skip it. But I mean, if you like horror, this is definitely something you should see. That's our scary scale. What did you guys give it? Hey guys, if you want to tell us your scary scale, join our Facebook group because that is one of our questions of the day constantly. Yeah. What are your final thoughts and where would you put it on this? It's not. Scale? The, it's not the question every day. It's just one of the questions we do during in the our week. rotation. It's not constantly. Constantly, the of the day. we're always asking about that scary scale, man. They're like fucking. This is fucking it's scary, a scary scale, scale again. So you guys made me watch an American Werewolf in London this week. What are you making me watch next week? Well, Todd, we're not making you watch anything. Uh Uh-oh, listener request time. It's listener request time. Hot off the presses because we just now closed the polls for this. So our theme for September was zombie horror. And you guys chose the Dawn of the Dead 2004 remake. And I'm really excited because this movie is scary. Is it? Yeah, I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember being really upset by I was really it. hoping it'd be Zombieland. <laughs> I love Zombieland, too. So watch Dawn of the Dead from 2004 for next week. Thank you for everyone who participated in our listener request. Absolutely. Thank you, you guys awesome. so much. Yeah. All right, guys. So we're going to read a five-star review. If you want your five-star review read on the podcast, leave us a five-star review. Yeah. Mikey, time to practice your reading. Mm-hmm. All right. This one does not have an accent. Okay. Cicerio. Cicerio. Just read Cicerio 2122. Uh-oh. It's taken me too long to write a review of this awesome podcast. Don't beat yourself up, Cicerio. Yeah, we appreciate you got it done. We do. But you, everyone, who is a fan of horror movies, should give it a try. Whether you are a horror pro... Or a virgin, you'll find something to like here. Nice. This podcast quickly became one of my favorite parts of the week, and the hosts Todd, Jen, and Mikey never gail to make me laugh. Never. It says G-A-I-L. Never fail. It's probably fail. It's yeah. probably yeah. fail. Hey, Cecilio, we love you. <laughs> Who's messing with the teleprompter? <laughs> <laughs> Check out their great Patreon as well. Oh, oh. yeah. Thank you. Five stars. Oh, awesome. Thank, thank you, you so much for that lovely so review. Much. Yeah. Cecilio. So we are a member of the Modern Horrors Podcast Network, and you guys know the deal with that. If you're listening to us in their feed, lock it up and switch over to our feed. You'll get the podcast <laughs> two days earlier. <laughs> but if you do listen to the Modern Horrors Podcast feed, you'll get their show, Death Dying and other things and the lovely final girls you can follow us at horrorvirgin.com you can get all the blogs there link to the merch store you can also follow us on socials at horrorvirgin if you want to follow mikey it's at m randolph 24 jen is at jen Verratu, and i am at todd j awesome awesome so guys if you can help financially support the show please do 
we're currently trying to save up money to buy better mics and uh, recording equipment. So yeah. if you can, join the Patreon at patreon.com slash horror virgin. There are a bunch of great levels there with a bunch of great perks. Just mm-hmm. sign up for what you want and you'll get it. But yeah. if you can't financially support the podcast, please just continue to do what you're doing and that is telling your friends, family, and co-workers about the show, Thanks. which we really appreciate. I mean, like we, we have do. grown quite a bit and we, I mean, that can only be because of you guys because yeah. we, we don't have like a yeah. marketing budget or anything. So yeah. Yeah, it's awesome when I hear that people like have told their friends and family about us or somebody started listening because their brother was listening right. to it. You know, that's yeah, awesome. awesome. Guys, please, if you can't afford to join the Patreon but want exclusive daily content, get on the Horror Virgin Facebook group. It's amazing. There's, like I said, daily exclusive content. That's not mm-hmm. a joke. Like there's right. exclusive stuff there every day that you can get in on. So yeah, get in support. on that stuff. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of like we've been having some deep conversations about the it episode. Like we oh, we yeah. can really talk. We can really talk. Good job. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> hey guys, so that's going to be it from us. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for an American Werewolf in London. So thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin Todd, guys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week. Oh my god. Bye. Nerds. Bye guys.